Black Girls in Media podcast main mission is to educate, encourage, and inspire women of all ages and fields of media. We use our own life experiences, guest tips, and Black culture to move our stories. We aim to teach, uplift, and guide all of our listeners to find ways to connect the dots to achieve their dreams. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Black Girls in Media podcast. I am your co-host, Kelly Ray. I'm Dante Ramos. And I'm Shelby Smith. And today we are joined by a amazing Black-owned, Black fabulous, just all around doing a thing girl group, embracing the crown. So thank you so much for being our guest today. Why don't you guys go ahead and just get started and tell us a little bit about embracing the crown. Of course. Well, my name is Shelby and this is Jadea. And hi everyone, Michelle here. Awesome. And we make up the Embracing the Crown team. Jadea and I founded Embracing the Crown and Michelle is one of the members along with Joelle, who's not here with us today, um, on our team that makes all the magic happen. (laughs) And you guys went from being a blog to now being a whole business. Why was that big jump for you guys just so quick you did it so effortlessly seeing that transition what was the importance of going from a blog to an actual business for you well when we started the blog we noticed that a lot of people were taking to you know what we were talking about and we noticed how relatable it was so we had already had an interest in event planning and just throwing events to bring people together so we just used our prior experience and our interests to just transfer over to embracing the crown Um, But also, it was always a part of our foundation and business plan. When we first thought of Embracing the Crown, we had like a Google Drive and we wrote down all of our dreams for Embracing the Crown, down to things that we haven't even achieved yet. So it was all a part of the plan for us that we were going to do events. That was just like the next step. So how did you guys all refine your vision? Because you said it started off broad and then you kind of niched it down. So how did you refine it? It honestly is a lot of trial and error Um, up until even the pandemic. We have been pivoting and like making sure that we are really honing in on our niche, which is just bringing black women together and having those conversations, whether it be in person or virtual or through our merchandise. Um, And that's the biggest thing that helped us this whole time. It's just going with it and just making sure we're moving forward. And it's helping us like through trial and error pivot. Yeah, even I was thinking about it too. Sorry, Shelby. Um, when it came to like, I remember I joined in 2018 and even the Embracing the Crown then looks so much different than it does now. Like we meet weekly. We're always talking about, okay, what do our audiences need? You know, what do the jewels want to see? Like what's going on now? And it's been kind of, and you guys let me know, but I feel like we definitely went from like empowerment, like getting everyone that's transitioning from college into their grown lives, like together. And then now it's like, wait, we're all grown, you know? And even with artists, like the most important thing to do is to grow with your audience as well. So I know we talked about that a lot as well. So stay agile, staying agile has definitely done it. (laughs) I love that. That pandemic really did that to us, okay? (laughs) Maybe, literally. Wearing up with that pandemic, honey. <laughs> it gave us curveballs left and right. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely love the name Embracing the Crown. Tell me a little bit, like, what's the backstory behind that? Ooh. 
so it took us a little bit. We played around with the name up for a little bit when we first started this. Like Jada said, we had a Google Drive and we brought out all these ideas and things. And then we were trying to figure out like what is a phrase or a few words that really surmises what we're trying to do. And it was just like, you know what? We're trying to get women to embrace who they truly are. And so that we would, then we played around and we came with crown and that crown is honestly symbolic of whatever you want it to be. It could be embracing your body, your new, you know, your attitude or your character or stepping into those roles, your hair. We thought that instead of making it so broad, like in, um, going to different things, we'll just stick with embracing the crown. And it's up to you to decide what the crown symbolizes to you. Mm-hmm. I really, really like that. I was going to ask you, how does one actually embrace their crown? Because you're saying it's up to them, but you, you guys are also not only the best girl gang, as we said in the beginning, but you're also a wellness group. You know, you're a wellness business that focuses on Black care and Black mental care. So what has that been like for you? Like, how does one actually embrace their crown? Well, it's so interesting because for us, we do consider ourselves wellness. We want to see Black women thrive in every right, including mental health, right? At the same time, we do not consider ourselves subject matter experts. So we're not going to come in and tell you exactly, you know, a five-step program of exactly what you need to do. But the first step to any issue, whether it's body, whether it's confidence, whatever, is realizing that you have a damn issue. So (laughs) what we do is bring people together and we start talking about these issues and normalize it, you know, over a glass of wine at a wine tasting. Let's talk about something that, you know, I've been through. You didn't even know I've been through. Because like on social media, we're just seeing highlight reels and people's best moments. But we have so much in common, especially like women's issues. There's so much that is like so taboo or whatever to talk about it. And there's somebody right next to you that has gone through the same thing. So we're big on just bringing people together and facilitating those conversations. Yeah, that's so good. And I kind of want to ask you about the team formation because a lot of black women, especially when forming businesses, start alone right it's like nobody can fulfill my vision like I can fulfill my vision so we saw your group picture that you sent over to us I'm like wow you guys have a stable team so how did you reach out to people how are you guys adapting together to fulfill the vision let us know a little bit about that yes of course this team honestly we like to say that it was really just like handcrafted by God like God sent us the team because we've tried, we've had several different versions of our ETC team to be honest um, but it was through connections is how we got Michelle, which yeah. has made, uh, she's made a wonderful contribution as well as Joelle. And throughout the years, honestly, we've had different people come, but the consistency and have people who believe in our vision, they consistently show up for us, Michelle and Joelle. Um, they really, really helped us. And we became a sisterhood. Like it's more than just a team. It's like, we really like care and we really ride for one another. Um, because we work so hard and we are working towards the same goal that everybody believes in. And it was just through trial and error and chance that we really were able to form the team that we have now. Listen, it was definitely the spirit because I even like thinking about how we even all got aligned. Like I was connected to one of Jadea's family members. Then I got connected to Jadea and she was like, all right, lit, pull up on Tuesday, meet us, let's sign the agreement. I'm like, oh, this is so for real. And literally since that day, like I remember sitting there and Shelby was like, so we are not playing games. We expect this. These are the expectations. This is the role. I'm like, yes, because I come from HR. So I love the structure. It just spoke my language immediately. So um, for me personally, I'm like getting goosebumps thinking about it. I'm like, ooh, I didn't know I needed y'all. Like we definitely have helped each other over the years for sure. So 
and it's so funny. Oh, I'm sorry. I just want to say this one thing, like when it comes to team, because it's very important for business, like you said, especially as black women. And what I've noticed, no tea, no shade, but it's like when you keep certain people around your team and it's bringing mm -hmm. the team down, it's bad. And I, I've noticed that you have to be quick and cut that off because like at the end of the day, you have to look out in the best entrance of the group, of the team. And like Nichelle said, we did come across serious. We had contracts, we had everything. And we did that because prior to that, when I tell you guys we were trying, we did the social media posts, we did an application. Then we yeah. said, you know what, let's do a two-step application. Like yeah. it was a lot and we would get people that aren't super committed to our vision. So mm -hmm. I'm so freaking grateful for Nichelle and Joelle because it's very rare to find people that are willing to put that you know, passion into your vision. So love yeah. you guys. And for anybody out there who has their own business and is looking to start their own team, it is tough um, because you do have to keep moving forward regardless and make those tough decisions. Like, do I need to ixnay someone or do I need to bring someone on? Because a lot of times as black women, it's hard for us to admit that we need help. Mm. And we can't do everything alone. So that was a big step for us. Like, all right, we need help. And then getting specific on what we needed help with. So it's not just like, oh, what do we need? We need help, come help us. It's just like, we need to specify those things. So that, and then getting people that believe in your vision, like that is how you kind of really get that form, that team form. Right. Yes, absolutely. And it is so important to have a strong circle around you and have strong team members because you are only as good as your weakest link. So making sure that everyone is all aligned and all on the same page, it's just only going to help you grow and elevate. And speaking of, you mentioned that you also throw events. So tell us a little bit about some of the events that you throw and maybe even some future events that you have planned. Yeah, so we are super excited. I'm going to tell you about our first event because it's coming up. It's Cisnic, and we are so excited. It's our, hello, hello, right there. It's our fourth year having it. And honestly, we get, as you can see, it makes us so giddy and happy because this event is a true testament of embracing the crown. We started it one year after we started in 2018 is when we had our first Cisnic. And now we're going into our fourth one, which is crazy. And we were able to like double and triple our attendees even from the very first one that we had. We started with 15 people. Last year when we had it, we had close to 100, if not 100 people show up, which right. is crazy during a pandemic. So we are super excited that that's the one that's coming up. It's coming up on August 14th um, in New Jersey, um, Somerset, New Jersey to be specific. So I hope to see some people there. Other than that, we do um, some annual events called Soul Sessions. And one of our most popular ones, I should say, is our wine tasting that we host in February. Um, and it's all about love, self-love, platonic love, romantic love. Um, just like Janae said, we talk about those topics that are important to women and men, um, but in a sexy way. Uh, so over wine. <laughs> right. And some other things that we do, like we do do um, some youth-based activities. So mm -hmm. um, again, COVID came through and kind of like, I mean, even still we were able to do virtual workshops, but what mm -hmm. we do is we go in, we do workshops on various like topics related to mental health, positive self-esteem, um, how do you hold a friend accountable, all that good stuff. And we talk to um, kids about that. And we also do our project prom, which is really awesome. Um, we sponsor girl hair, nails, dress, the whole bit. Um, so yeah, we do a lot of fun stuff. And going back to Cisnic, see, talking about having people in your circle because Dante is gonna be our Cisnic host. Woo! 
back when we're here. It's just like things just mix and mingle. And I hope to see you ladies there as well. Yes. Yes, it is a great, great event. Um, I just think that's one of my favorites as well as Project Prom. I really loved Project Prom. I think that one made my heart just like burst when you guys did that. And I know that so many of those girls appreciated that as well. And being business owners and hosting all these events for our listeners who want to have their own brand and want to move on from blog to business, what steps would you give them? Because you're telling us that you do panels, you guys do workshops, you do events, and then you also do some awesome content on your social media. How do you make that all work to make a business run? What do our listeners need to know about that? Um, I would say the first step is really sitting down and doing the work that's not as fun. Mm-hmm. It's fun to think about the logos and the photo shoots and all that like cute stuff. But at the end of the day, it's really important to know your why. Like, why are you even doing a business? Is it just for the money? Is it because you're really passionate about a certain topic? But like, what's your why? Because at the end of the day, having a business is not easy. Everybody knows that. I'm sure you ladies know behind the scenes, like it's crazy. So if you don't know your why, then you kind of like played yourself because it has to be more than money, in my opinion, like when it comes to your passion. Mm-hmm. So, and like we said, like the first thing we did was literally sit down and throw out so many ideas and talk about where we wanted to take it and talk about stuff like a mission statement and a vision. Do we need a board of directors? Should we go nonprofit? Should we go LLC? So just taking the time to think of all those things that aren't as cute and fun. Cause like, I feel like social media will have you wanting to rush and just put something out cause everybody else is, but you really have to put that background work in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely say lay the foundation because once you lay it, then it's easier to pivot your business and move and release your business to others without compromising why, why you wanted to start. Um, after that, taking a leap. Like a lot of times we, you know, you get stuck in the idea phase and then you don't actually execute your dream or your project. Like, so after a certain point, you have to be like, okay, I'm going to start making actionable steps to achieving this because as you can see, our business started out with a blog, then it went to an Instagram page of people sharing stories. And now it's, it's way more than all of that. And it was just because we took the leap and kept moving forward. Absolutely. Well said, well said. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, and as you guys were saying, this group does focus on wellness, wholeness. So as individuals who have careers, you could talk a little bit about that as well. How do you balance your career as well as working on this business and doing it efficiently? Ooh, ooh. <laughs> we were just talking about this. We were a pack of octopus just juggling. Um, personally, hi, Michelle again. Um, I am an HR, so I specifically am a talent acquisition partner for a software company by day. Um, I dance, so that's seasonal. I'm a VP of a nonprofit called the Synergy Project. Also being, of course, a core member and teammate of Embracing the Crown. Um, I also do my own, like, you know, ad hoc freelance modeling, hosting opportunity gigs, et cetera. So when I tell you, it'd be like, oh my God, is it Thursday? Like, what's on Thursday? You know, sometimes it gets a little wild. I think a having a strong Google calendar, you know what I mean? I have a strong calendar. You ask them, they'll be like, today, we're going to see each other on Sunday at two o'clock. All right, great. Let me make sure I don't double look. And it sounds funny and bougie, but it definitely helps. Um, I'm a list 
taker. So I love writing down a good, healthy list. My three main things I have to get done that day, things like that. And then also having people around you that keep you accountable, but also can act low key as safety nets. I only say that because it's like, it's hard. It's hard trying to be, you know, Nichelle Inc. or Shelby Inc. or Jadea Inc. Like we have lives, you know what I mean? So a lot of the time it's like reminders. I'll wake up, Shelby be texting the group chat like, so did we get, I'm like, on it yep sending that right now or like vice versa she's like oh snap let me call so and so right now like sometimes you need that that little grace you know a little big room but that calendar baby for me <laughs> calendar strong um well I'll, you know piggyback right off of that the calendar the strong calendar but i love structure so i am like in our meetings we have to okay we have norms we said that so everybody is present because i know we have a lot of things going on and then we also have topics that we go over and at the end we recap what we need to bring to the next month because that helps me stay organized um, when it comes to the list. Also having a team, I know I keep saying that, but having a team for more reasons than one because I am a procrastinator. So because we meet every Tuesday, I'll try to get as much done. But when I hit that that ceiling, it's like, yeah, mm -hmm. I'll do it next <laughs> week. And I know that Nichelle or uh, Jade are waiting on something that I need to get done so they can do their part, which helps me keep moving along. It helps me like balance it all. Um, in addition to that, really keeping a planner, honestly, like yeah. I don't usually, in addition to my Google calendar, I keep a written planner because I do so many things like, like everyone has already said, like I have my day job and I have this and I have everything else. So that really helps, um, keep me balanced. Yeah. For me, I would say having balanced people around me. I'm not a structured <laughs> person cause I just like to do what I want to do and what I can do for that day, you know, cause life comes at all of us very very fast <laughs> and I think that's a good part about it too the fact that we all have similar lives mm -hmm. um it keeps us going because it's it's someone to relate to because yeah we're all super busy but again I I know my why I know I know I'm doing it while I'm putting the work in so it is what it is yes and our last question for you is why is black mental health so important for you guys why isn't it honestly yeah. like I so I'm, this is my soapbox I'm getting on it because <laughs> I am a big advocate because as you can see where even us like you hear mental health and you think of someone who has like schizophrenia or like someone who's bipolar and you think something super extreme but it's like no it's it happens to the everyday person like we are all juggling so much even if you don't have two or three businesses and you're just doing your core day-to-day -day lives you have to be able to have positive mental health to know when you had enough and when you need those breaks and when you need someone to talk to. And a lot of times within the black community, we don't have that normalized. We just are um, taught to keep pressing on. You got this, don't be weak, don't be crying, don't just keep moving on. And that has failed us for many years. And I feel like with our generation, we're taking a stand and being like, no, we need help. And I'm not gonna be ashamed to say that I need help. And it's important because we lose a lot of people very early on or through different um, stress caused diseases and things of that nature because we don't put our mental health as a priority. So we're here to save black lives, to be honest. For sure. Um, For sure. And I like something I think about it is like, 
I know in the beginning, I'm proud of us for going about things the way we go about it. For instance, in the beginning, when we were starting this, we're like, should we go the nonprofit route? And when you mm -hmm. think of nonprofit, you think we have to be all buttoned up and suits and, you know, so professional, whatever. And I'm so freaking proud that we're super multifaceted because that's just the reality of the situation. And I feel like that needs to be brought more to the forefront. Not everybody is one thing. All of us are a lot of things in once and we need to start embracing that um so i'm happy that you know we can go and party one minute and turn right back around and have create safe spaces the next minute and then go do volunteer work and then do the whole thing over again because like we need to live full lives as women so mm -hmm. all that. <laughs> and just in general too like when you think about black people and in the audience that we serve it's like for so long, hundreds of years, you've been taught like, what mental, what do you mean? You don't have a mental almost, right? It's like you're a body. So even in how we work in today, it's like we're expected to be workhorses. I'd be telling my boss, yo, I need to, I need to take a day off. You'd be like, no problem. All right. You know, cause it's like, oh yeah, like you need rest too. It's a D it's like a whole programming that needs to happen because even in ourselves, even in our families, it's like, you're not tired. You're okay. You didn't do anything today. Da -da -da -da. Like, you know, and it's like, no, we're, you know, embracing the crown is here to say like, yes, sometimes you need that day off sometimes you need that brunch with your friends sometimes you need to block out the noise get the work done but it's about boundaries it's about understanding yourself like Shelby mentioned it's about understanding your why like what does your crown mean and how do you protect it you know so a hundred percent it's more than important because we were so derailed and kind of taught that it wasn't there you know so that's why I think personally like it's more than important it's like that's a piece of the reason why we are you know where we are mentally right now so reminder, you matter. <laughs> no, because it's like to snatch your power back, to gain your confidence and everything that has happened between every single girl, mm -hmm. woman within this group. And like, it's just crazy how it all happened. Like on a personal note, we had just so happened to be there for some crazy times for each other. So it's like, oh yeah. When I say we're evolving and coming different, it's from a personal level, it's from a business level, spiritual, the whole nine. Yes. And but, one final yes. thing I'm adding is that I know a lot of times as a like adults in general, specifically for the black community, we are kind of like conditioned to think that our lives kind of end once we become an adult. It's like now it's all about work and bills and kids and more work and more bills. And so like like they were saying about the multifaceted mental health is important because it's hard juggling all those things. And so if we can be those connectors that bring everyone to us and facilitate that spa uh, safe space, excuse me, then I'm all for that. And I'm so happy that we actually were able to do that. And, and I'm so happy that I've been able to witness that because I've seen it firsthand how you guys put your best foot forward to make sure everything comes together. Um, I just want to say thank you so much to Jadea, Shelby, and Nichelle, the team behind Embracing the Crown for being a part of this episode, episode 11. I hope our listeners learned a lot about owning their own business, a blog, as well as hopefully just some extra jewels you guys can add on, you know, join the team of Embracing the Crown, join the community, join us at Cisnic, the workshop. Um, it is a safe space for sure. So thank you so much again for being a part of this episode. My name is Dante Ramos. Where can they find you guys? Can you let us know your socials? Yes. So you can find us at embracingthecrown.com. If you go on embracingthecrown.com, there you will find everything. Sign up for our newsletter, buy some merch, like do everything. Be friends with us. Yes. We like to hear from our little our jewels. That's what we call our sisters on Instagram. Yeah. Like, hello. Period. At this point. It's fun.
Yes. And you can definitely follow us at BGIM Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. You can find me at Dante's Inferno. You can follow me at It's Kelly Ray. And you can find me at Shelves D. Smith. And again, thank you so much for being part of this episode. Guys, stay tuned for next week's episode 12. And we're out.